Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael B. Ross, and I would like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope that the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started today, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast today, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world. What I don't want for any of you Listening to this today is for you to look back on your life with regret. And I want to tell you one of the major secrets to not looking back on your life with regret is that you must become more aware of what is really going on in your life, in your organization, and in the world around you. Most people don't have any awareness and it is simply awareness that starts the process of change and for leaders awareness is the key to becoming the best leader you can that starts the process and what i want for all of you through this podcast is to raise your awareness i am not under any preconceived notion that this podcast is going to send shockwaves or a lightning bolt down your spine and immediately change your life. It is a process, and it has to start with awareness. And that's why you have to continue on in education. That's why you listen to podcasts. That's why you read the books. That's why you get mentors. So you can become more aware of what is really going on so that you have the understanding on how to take action to change behaviors you need to change or to bolster actions you need to bolster. So I truly, truly don't want any of you to look back on your life with regret. So hopefully there's a idea, phrase, or quote today that will help you become more aware. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the power of influence. Before we do that, however, I would love to take a moment and hear a word from our sponsors. Forever Lawn is the premier artificial grass company in the world, and they are looking for dealers near you. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or investor looking for a great opportunity in a thriving market, then Forever Lawn is a great fit for you. Forever Lawn has separated themselves by the quality of their grass, by their innovation in developing new products, and by the integrity of their customer service. Forever Lawn makes it their mission to help their dealers thrive. They have easy-to-use systems, training, and proactive support to ensure success. Visit www.foreverlawn.com and click on the Business Opportunities page today for more information. So leadership has been around since the beginning of time. Ever since somebody started to take a walk and they looked behind them, somebody was following them, you had a leader. So leadership in very rudimentary terms is just simply going ahead to lead a leader leads they are out in front and when someone is following them then you have a leader 
So if somebody said, I'm hungry, let's go get some food. The person who took action to grab the tools to go out and hunt so that they could kill an animal and bring it back to camp and cook that animal and eat. The person who took charge, got the concepts and the tools together to move forward and go do that, that was the leader. So leadership's been around since the beginning of time. However, it's not been until the last 70 years that academia, consultants, and practitioners have really dove into this idea of leadership and tried to figure out what the heck leadership is. There's a four-noted leadership scholar. His name is Joseph Rost, who studied leadership definitions since the beginning of the 19th century. He has a book called Leadership for the 21st Century. And in that book, he goes back over the last 200 years and he has all these definitions of leadership from academics and consultants around the world. And what he found was everybody has their own definition of leadership because leadership really is a science and an art, but the science part of it continues to grow. We continue to learn more and more things, and there's eight major leadership theories right now, but there are hundreds of theories out there on what leadership is. So we know it's growing, and we're learning more about it, but the one thing that Joseph Rost found as a consistency with all those definitions is that leadership has one word that is consistent across the board, and that is the word influence. And influence is also one of those things that we look at and we say, what the heck is it? So I want to give you the definitions of this, and then I just want to share a few ideas on how to increase our influence. Because you know this, if you can increase your influence with people, then when you go and take your metaphoric walks or when you trudge forward or when you blaze a trail, you can get more people to follow you. That should be the goal of leaders. There's a lot of false humility out in the world, and I don't like false humility. Humility is essential to leadership. False humility is really masked narcissism or self-debilitation. What I want is for you to be confident that what you are doing as a leader has everybody's best interests in mind. Therefore, you should want as many people to follow you as possible. If your motives are pure and they're right and they're true, not only for yourself, but for all those around you, then let me tell you something. Lead. Lead. Get out in front. Ask people to follow you because you want to show them a better way. And that is something you can never, ever put a price tag on or value on. If you can show somebody a better way, and yeah, you may screw it up. There's a risk to it. You may screw it up. But I'm going to tell you, if your motives are pure and you want what's best for everybody, you should want to increase your influence and not live with some false ho-hum, false humility that's based on narcissism or self-debilitation. Let's talk about influence now, and then we'll talk about how to increase it. So the definition of influence is the effect on something, the effect of something on a person, thing, or event. You have effect on people every time you walk into a room. Depending on the attitude that you have when you walk into a room, you can affect the room 
in a positive way, or you can affect the room in a negative way. You bring an energy to the room that has influence every time you step into a room. Now, depending on your presence, depending on your state of mind, depending on your energy level, either have a powerful effect, a medium type effect, or a low effect. But don't mistake, you have an effect on the room every time you walk into it. The next definition of influence is the power to sway. And that is the power that somebody has to affect other people's thinking or actions by means of argument, example, or force of personality. So we all have persuasive power. We all have the power to sway. It's comical to me when I'm in an organization and I may be doing a pseudo sales training and I ask the room, I was with a group of about 90 people the other day and I asked the room, I said, how many of you are in sales? And about 10 people raised their hand. And I said, now everybody raise your hand. You are all in sales. Because we know that sales isn't just going out and hunting and trying to get new clients or prospects or customers. We know that sales are ongoing. In fact, most business in a year comes from your current client base. And so who sells in an organization? Administrators. Those in logistics. Those in accounting. Those who are in housekeeping. Everybody is selling the organization at all times with how you present yourself, the way you talk about the organization, the way you work, the passion that you show or lack thereof is selling something about your organization. Customer loyalty is the way to sustain a business. But most people don't think they're in sales because they don't believe they have a power to sway. What's funny to me is the most reticent person in the world, if they become passionate about something or they believe in something or they want to try something, can sway a room with that passion. My sister is an S-type personality, but if she is passionate about a movie, she will tell you about it. Hopefully she doesn't tell you the whole story because then you don't need to see it. But she can talk about a movie that she likes or a book that she read that makes you want to go see or read right away. Would you say that she's a salesperson? No, but she has sold me many times on wanting to see something or do something that I normally wouldn't have by her power to sway. So please Understand that your power to sway as a leader, your power to influence as a leader is one of your greatest tools. Now, you may think to yourself, well, that can sound morally questionable. Do I want to sway people? I want to tell you something. One out of five people have proper critical thinking skills. What does that mean? Most people don't know how to think for themselves. And most people are allowing themselves to be swayed by something. And so what I've come to as a conclusion as a leader is I have worked very hard at developing proper critical thinking skills. I have read the books. I have wrote the books. I have wrote the papers. I have journaled. I have meditated. I have thought. I have debated. I have 
been in situations where I've needed to help people find common ground as a mediator, as a consultant, I've done the work. I also think very well of people and want people to have their best life. So you better darn well believe I want to sway people towards their best life in any situation that I'm in. So we can fight that and say, well, that could be manipulative. If you are a manipulative person, don't sway people. But if you're a morally upstanding and right person, sway people. Because you know that the principles that you stand on will not lead people astray. It's going to lead them towards a better life. So you have, in my opinion as a leader, the obligation to help people find their best life. But if you're a manipulator and you're listening to this right now, don't sway people. I hope I said that clear. So understand, leadership, whether good or bad, has the power to sway. So let's let's talk about how to change your levels of influence. There is one very simple way that you can do this, and it comes from an ancient proverb that I love, and that is to simply think of others better than yourself, to actually care about other people's problems, their successes, their challenges, and to care, to put yourself in their shoes via sympathy, empathy, and ultimately compassion. To be a person who cares about other people's needs above your own. The ancient proverb that I love, that I memorized, goes like this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourself. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Most people in the world are selfish. As human beings, we are inherently selfish. We think about ourselves 95% of the time. Now, that doesn't have to be bad. If we think about ourselves in context of how our gifts, talents, and abilities can serve others and to help others have a better way, then that is not a negative. When we think about the 95% of the time we think about ourselves, if we are trying to get other people to serve us and meet our needs and our desires, that's where that is negative. And unfortunately, most people are trying to get other people or other things to make them happy versus trying to make other people happy. And Zig Ziglar said, if you help enough people get what they want out of life, you will also get what you want out of life. It's true that those who serve at the greatest clip are served at the greatest clip. But most people can't get outside of themselves enough to think about how to help somebody else have a better life. Where That is where true fulfillment lies. So how do you increase influence? Increase your care about what's going on with other people. The next thing you got to do to increase your influence is increase your skills. Skills influence. If you are proficient in something, I have worked very hard at becoming a world-class speaker. Very, very hard. And it's funny, after certain conferences, I've had people come up and say, I would love to do what you do. How do I get into it? And it's funny, so many people call me or email me 
and say, how do I get into what you're doing? And I then like to tell them, I've spent tens of thousands of hours in practice and I'm still in need of improvement. And I tell them about how I used to take a recording device with me before cell phones had the record button and I would record myself in the car. If I had any downtime whatsoever, I was constantly recording, I was writing, I was practicing in the mirror. I ended up getting a video camera and practicing in the video camera and watching it back. And I practiced all the time. And that was when people wouldn't even show up to my events. And then eventually, few people showed up. And then I was able to practice in front of people. And then eventually I got to the place where I did over a thousand speeches. And I started to get pretty good at it. But I lay that path out for people. Because they think because I make it look easy, that it was easy. But I guarantee you this, it was hard to get to where I'm at today where I can truly carry a room and engage and connect with an entire crowd. It took a tremendous amount of work to get to the skill that I am today. But now I'm able to influence in ways that I never have before. Skills increase influence. So increase your skills in your profession as a leader Increase your skills and you will have more influence. And the number one skill of a leader is communication. So always increase in your communication. And the last thing I want you to work on, and I did this in another podcast. I talked about being a visionary. The last way you can increase influence is be going somewhere that's worthwhile and tell people about it and ask them to come with you. Have a vision mapped out for your life, your organization, your leadership. Have it mapped out and communicate that to your team and ask them to go with you. The world makes a way for people who know where they're going. Most people don't know where they're going. Do you know only 3% have clear, written vision and goals for their life? 3%. You want to separate yourself right away and influence? Know where you're going. And be clear that you will get there. And I guarantee you, your influence with people will increase. I hope that those tips were beneficial to you. Always remember, you are affecting people everywhere you go. Let's make that the most powerful influence we can. Have a great day, and I look forward to talking to you next time on the HPK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.